Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Adoptees podcast. Um, so today it's uh, yeah, it's just me today. Yeah, uh, another one of my one-handers rather than a conversation. One of the things I love about the conversations that I, I have with the guests is is their their passion for making a difference in 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 the world. Yeah. So most of the people that come on the show are uh, professionals in the adoption space. Some are some are doing something else and they're, they're adoptive parents or they're adoptees who are write, writing a book to share their story about what they've learned to help other um, adoptive parents and adoptees thrive. And I'm with you. You know, one of the things, one of the things that I love so much about those conversations is connecting with the passion. So, People talk about like-minded, uh, you know, having conversations with like-minded people. I, I heard something from a mentor of mine, uh, Richard, uh, a guy called Richard Wilkins, British guy, talking about like-hearted people, right? So when I when I connect with when I connect with in the conversations for the podcast, I, I'm connecting with like-hearted people. They are passionate about doing what they can to make the world a, a, a better place, make the, the world of adoption a better place and make the world of their, um, their clients, their, uh, their listeners, uh, their readers, their, yeah, their families. It's all about making a better world. And, and, and I connect with that and I, and I love that. And that's why I love having the conversations, I think. We're in that space. We're, we're in that like-hearted space. And, and sometimes that... that that passion kind of, well, most of the time, that passion eclipses um, the frustration that, 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 that uh, some, some of us feel. So, you know, we're trying to do more. We're trying to have more impact. And we're, I, I sense it every now and again. Um, I, I sense it more in emails than I do in the conversations because the conversations are, are, are always so forward thinking and so passionate. Uh, we don't really spend a lot of time talking about our um, uh, frustrations about not being able to make the the impact that we want to make in the world, and I I, I feel that frustration a lot. I, I feel that frustration a lot. I want to. I'm I'm so active because I'm trying to have more impact, and there's a. Um, there's a, there's a, I, I feel a sense of um, uh, excitement about the opportunity to, to have more impact, and I feel, and then sometimes I feel frustrated about it as, as well. And I, as I say, I sometimes sense that in the people, often, more often than not, in a, in, in the kind of the, the emails or some of the private conversation, not for the public. We're all putting, we're put, you know, we're, we're all coming from a, a, a great space in the, in the conversations. So I, I figured. I had a wake-up call this week in a completely unrelated um, area. So, uh, as some of you may know, I'm a keen swimmer. And I've been swimming. I swim a lot. And I've walked the dog a lot. And, uh, and yet, I'm, I've still got my little love handles. <laughs> little love handles, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, like, I'm still carrying a, a bit of weight that I would rather not carry. And 
it, it dawned on me on Monday that I haven't tried anything new whatsoever in my routine to, 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 to shift those love handles. So I started losing weight about 11 years ago um, when I sold my old business and, and left, that, left that behind. And I, I was walking the dog more and I was swimming more. And then um, a, couple of, a couple of years in, I, I plateaued a couple of years after that. So I plateaued. I stopped losing weight about nine years ago. And I've never done anything differently. And I thought, oh, I, I need to do something differently. I, I need to do something differently. And I thought, well, I need to do something differently in, in my uh, professional life, if you like, if my, in my work in the adoption community. And I, uh, and I thought, well, what, what, what could I do? And maybe, maybe you need to do something differently as well. Um, if you're frustrated about the income, um, about the, the, the impact that you're having, you want to, you're either frustrated about the impact or you just want to have more impact. You know, it, the two things don't necessarily uh, go, go together. We don't actually have to be frustrated to do more. We just want to do more. And I think most of the time I'm coming from that space, that place. I just want to do more. I just want to help more. And then the, the frustration is more a come and go thing, right? So I was thinking about what I could do to help. And I... Uh, to, to to help to help myself and to, to 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 help you, and and I was thinking about something that I used to do. So before I came to the adoption space, spent seven years. I did a lot of work in in schools, and uh, I was working on. I started off from a, a place of how can we help kids be happy, and then pretty soon, I figured the way to um i figured it i, I had i had, a kid said something to me and i thought well what what if we align happiness and success because i know and i think we all know to a, a certain extent intuitively that success um doesn't always lead to happiness but ha happiness leads more often to success so Happiness leads to success more than success leads to happiness. We see all these people who have achieved great success. I'm thinking really, uh, you know, like financial success, you know, in the world of in the world of um, business, and they're still that they're still on the treadmill, thinking that that next X million pounds is going to make them happy, or the the new super yacht is going to make them happy. Perhaps. A res as soon as I say that, perhaps it's a message that doesn't resonate well with the, the audience that I'm talking to now. I figured out, I had an idea, and I, I thought, well, how can I connect with these kids? And, and I connected with these kids about, uh, as I say, prompted by one of the things that one of the kids said. Started the, um, the, the the sessions in schools by asking them, "What's your dream?" I'm gonna ask you 
to um, there's there's an incredible power with reconnecting with our dream. So, what's your dream? What's what's your dream? Reconnecting with our passion, reigniting our passion, going back to what this is all about, going back to the end goal that we're looking for, the the the, the our vision for the world, our our our, our mission for ourselves. That that really going right back to basics. That fires me up in in a, in a way that nothing else does. So, and if if you're feeling you know you're trying to achieve more, I'd I'd encourage you to 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 think back to what's what's your dream, what's your mission, what's your vision, whatever word works for you. Then I'm, uh, the next question then is, what do you need to do to make your dream come true? That was the, that's the gateway to opening up some new ideas. So I'm, I'm running through you through a self-coaching process here. And I'm going to, I'm going to illustrate it with, with myself, right? So What's my dream? Well, my dream really is, I think it's, it's, it's about helping the world's adoptive families thrive, helping adoptees thrive, helping their parents help them thrive, helping adult adoptees thrive. That's, 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 my, that's my dream. Uh, if I was going to look at it, put, put, put perhaps a, little, put a bit more tangibility on that, I would say, right, well, for so long, uh, Post-adoption has been the um, also run. The, the whole adoption world has for decades focused on uh, the adoption and not post-adoption. So look at today, there's uh, uh, the, all the training is pre-adoption. Um, uh, all the organisations are in the adoption in, in the in the I was going to say business in the, the their efforts are, their, their efforts are all about the making the adoption happen. Ninety nine percent of their ninety nine percent of the adoption organisations are uh, focused probably ninety nine percent of their time on um, uh, adoption and pre adoption the logistics and the pre-adoption training. And maybe 1% of the organisations in the world are focused on post-adoption. And that's where all the tough stuff is. So what, what's my dream? Well, my dream is, is not where we, it is where we uh, bring adoption, post-adoption into the same zone as adoption. It becomes our focus. So that's my dream. Um, what do what what, what uh, I encourage you again to, to connect right with um, your dream. So, what do you need to do to make your dream come true? What's your what's your dream? What do you need to make your dream come true? So, when I think about myself, what what do I need to do to make my dream come true? I think I'm, I'm I need to do more. So, um, I need to connect with more people. In, in the adoption space. 
I need to connect with more people in in uh, education so we can have trauma informed hope obsessed education and I think I need to connect with more people in the in the corporate world who are the employers of the adoptive parents that gives that gives us another another so we can I can reach adoptive parents through adoption agencies adoption organizations I can, and I can meet I can reach them through or uh, corporate organizations so i need to do need to do more of all that so what do you need to do more of and here's the big one i'm referring to this later on what do i need to do differently what do i need to do differently well what do i need to do differently everything nothing everything is up for grabs everything's up for grabs and one of the things that i realized earlier in this week that i need to do more to support the people that support the adoption community. So I need to do more with adoption professionals. Um, so what does that look like? Well, it looks like a blank piece of paper, I think. I, 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 I want to explore the infinity of that opportunity. So what am I already doing? Um, well, I, I guess I'm giving, I'm giving adoption professionals a a, a platform with the podcast i'm doing i'm doing stuff like this i'm doing supporting people with their um uh, with their, 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 their social media setting up their own podcasts and i thought the thing to me is like i i love i, I love being coached and i love helping helping other people so what if i could what if my support looked like coaching adoption professionals what if that what if that uh, what if that was a thing and i thought yeah that, that'd be great because i love the conversations that i have with you guys so what if i if one of those conversations got focused on what your goals are today we're doing a self-coaching process but what if i focused in on in, uh, in in how i can support you to achieve your goals and 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 and, over, and overcome your frustrations you know the we all want. We all need to create more time in the day. Um, we need to become more uh, effective with the time that we uh, that we that we are active, and we all need to raise more money. And I've, I've learned loads and loads and loads about that that that, that money stuff. So, um, what if I was to to support that, especially like the, the corporate stuff and the corporate donors and and and, and aligning with corporate needs. In my old business, when my dad set, he, he developed a, a product in the mid nineties, and it was all about. It was a philanthropic sell. It was a philanthropic pitch, if you want. So it was engaging with the biggest companies in the UK to uh, to help them help kids. By two thousand, that by two thousand, that wasn't working anymore. So we had to shift it to what are your needs, Mr. Corporate Client? And how can we make you, how can we help you make your, yeah, what are your needs? What are your dream? How can we make your dream come true? Can you see that there's a, a catch, a type here? And I see charities, especially here in the UK, uh, talking about, and, and in the States, to be fair, they talking. They talk about 
what they do, not what they do for their um, uh, what they do for their, uh, their their sponsors, their funders. So the focus is all in, it's it's not actually on on them. It, it's usually about what they do for their um, to their the recipients of, of, of their work. So they focus on the beneficiary, not the donor that makes the beneficiary, that makes the benefit possible. And we've got to get out of our heads there. We've got to get out of the heads. It's not about what we do. It's about what we can do for the person that we are pitching our um, our services to. And pitching is the wrong word, right? So, because pitching is trying to shove information, trying to tell, sell the idea to somebody. Whereas understanding what their needs, we've got a much better chance of, um, of bringing in that, uh, bringing in that support of, 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 of securing that, uh, those funds. If we, securing the client, if instead of focusing on, us or our beneficiaries, we focus on them and what they need. So what do you need to do to make your dreams come true? Have you got, have you got somebody in your corner helping you, giving you that distance, that sense of perspective between you and what you're doing so that they can help you see what you can't see for yourself? And I go back to the point, I've missed this. Look at mine. So, for, for nine years, my weight has been stagnating and I've never done anything differently. How nuts is that? Because I just can't see. I, I couldn't see the wood for the, for the trees. And that's what, um, that's what this uh, self-coaching or, 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 or coaching, support, mentoring, that what helps, that's what helps us see the wood for the trees. And then, the, 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 and then perhaps the biggest one here is the next question. Who do you need to be? Who, so who do, who do you need to be? Who do you need to be? to do what you need to do to make your dream come true. Who do you need to be? And I think about myself here. I think I've got to be, like so many of you, uh, especially the adoptive parents that come on the show, the adoptive parents that are listening into the show, the Thriving Adoptives podcast, they're, they're curious. What they're doing isn't working as well as they want. And they're curious, they're hungry to know what they need to know to help their adoptive kids thrive. So what if I was to take that on board for myself as well? What, and what if you were to take that on board for you? What if you can, like, it's back to, it's back to the, the blank page. Back to, it, it, it's, it's the, um, the innate curiosity that we had as a kid, it's reconnecting with that, that curiosity, that openness. Nothing's for, nothing, nothing's for, um, uh, no stone can be left unturned. And we're gonna, we're gonna question what we're doing. We're gonna question whether the new ideas that we've come up with, um, yeah, we're going to question them less. We're just going to experiment more. So those are my three questions. What's your dream? What do you need to do to make your dream come true? And who do you need to be to do all that?
So I'm going to leave you with those to, 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 uh, to consider. And as always, if this is making any, uh, if this making any sense to you, but you don't know what to do next, get in touch. Email me, Simon at thrivingadoptees.com. And um, we'll see you very soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.